0: And I'm saying that both of them right now, in addition to the increases that I had experienced, I'm giving it right between um, a 10 and a 12% increase above and beyond my sales increase um, once those signs went in.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today, we're joined by Tim Lefevre, president of Lefevre Corporation and owner of 10 Dairy Queen franchises in West Virginia. Today, we're going to hear Tim's story from selling cards as a child to owning his own businesses, the impact digital signage has made, and everything in between. And we're here today with Tim. Tim, how are you doing?
0: Doing great. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing pretty good. I have Matt Anderson over here with me. How you doing, Matt? Doing good, Justin. Thank you. All right, Tim, we want to get your origin story before we dive into to this podcast. We want to hear a little bit about you and how you got to where you're at today as the president of this corporation and owning um, 10 different Dairy Queens.
0: Well, I probably have a unique story. It wouldn't be like a lot of people's. I have been blessed along the way. Um But uh, coming out of uh, Appalachia, it's a little bit of a different environment. Um, You know, we all learned to scrap for ourselves, and uh, and it's a little bit uh, unpolished and a little bit rough. So didn't have any money growing up, and at seven years old, um, I had um, my first job was um, I'd cut out a little card on a kids magazine way back then called Highlights, and um, a a case of cards come to the house, and if I sold that case of cards, it was greeting cards. I'd get to keep like ten dollars, and you could send back what you didn't sell. And went behind my parents' back and done that. And they, when the cards arose, they, they, they didn't realize what was going on. But that was my first job, and then I got a Tom Watt kit where you could go through the neighborhood and open up a little uh, like a suitcase made out of cardboard. And I'd go to the ladies and stuff in the neighborhood. And I'd say, would you like some gift wrapping paper? Would you like, you know, a, um, uh, pencil sharpener, just, just different things for the house, little pictures. So Mm -hmm. I started selling when I was seven. Um, and then from there I went to work at a gift shop. And then when I was 14, I went to work at a convenience store and, um, um, they hired me. Didn't know I was 14. Um, at the time, but anyways, I stayed there and then I went on up to, um, a food broker in Pittsburgh called Tensor Phipps and Leaper, went to work for them. And then when I was, uh, 21 years old, um, I went to work for, um, Ralston Perina, which is the largest pet food in uh, North America, um, out of St. Louis, uh, selling. And then, uh, we got acquired about halfway into my, uh, 40 year career by, uh, Nestle, Uh, which is the world's largest food and beverage company out of Switzerland.
2: Mm -hmm. All right. So, I mean, (laughs) that's an incredible story. Talking about starting off at seven years old and and doing sales and stuff. And, and you mentioned quite a few different experiences coming up through there. So how maybe, how did you get started? Um, I think kind of where you left off was with uh, Nestle and all the experiences you had there to all of a sudden thinking you're going to start uh, owning different Dairy Queens.
0: Well, um, when I started out on, uh, with, with uh, Ralston Perina, which, like I said, so we'll just call it Nestle moving forward as they acquired him. What i done was, um, I basically, um, uh, worked long, work hard hours for him, but I just had this burning desire that I wanted something more than just to work for someone. Um, I wanted to own something for myself, my family and et cetera. So, um, i worked towards, uh, being able to buy, um, you know, my first Dairy Queen with a friend of mine, um, who also worked for a food company. And we did it as a seasonal walk up winning as a hobby to have some extra cash. And after we got into that together for a couple of years, I sold them my half. And once i would learned the business, then I went out and started looking for other stores to buy.
1: Oh, interesting. So like the store that you started with, you ended up selling out of and then started kind of over with your own.
0: Yes. Um, I, I, it was uh, in, in uh, Bridgeport, West Virginia. It was a walk up window and it was on, I uh, will tell you why, because we'll come back to this. It was on the um, eastbound side of US Route 50. Um, and, um, and, and that's where I started with a partner. We each owned half. We kept it for two years. He wanted to buy the whole thing. And I sold out and I really hadn't had enough of the Dairy Queen business. I loved it, but I needed to move on and he needed to take, you know, and and, and develop it for his family. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I moved forward um, and, and, and I uh, was out of the Dairy Queen business for a year. And then a person called me in and, and that's when it started. And then I would buy. A dairy queen when you know the price was right and it become available and i just started uh, putting stores in and that was my uh, because i had a full-time job that become my um my nighttime hobby and my <laughs> weekend hobby <laughs> okay
2: that's why i was curious because you said you both kind of started as some nice you know say side money that you had um when you did it with your business partner there on that first one so Maybe walk through what was it like then? So, you have a full time job, you're doing this at night. Is there a certain point where it got to, you know, five different Dairy Queens where it kind of tipped the scale where you thought, all right, I got to do this full time now? Or when did that transition happen?
0: Well, um, I stayed the course. I had um, my wife, who um, I did have involved, and my sister, um, who was involved, because I couldn't do the day in and day out operation with the employees. I could find the locations. I could close the sale. I could go to the bank. I could line up the financing. I could do the business plan. I could do all that myself and do it, you know, after hours or um, and, and put this all together. But uh, it would take somebody. So after the first couple, the first store, which was local, then we went again and uh, we just kept adding and developing. And then I went and took a shot and went to Parkersburg, West Virginia, which is 70 miles away. That's where my wife is from. So she had family down there and um, we put a store, we bought a store down there and ended up developing and putting in two more. So I'd say after store number well, when we went to after about the third store, it we had to hire more um, upper upper level management people in operations to you know control the management day in and day out of the stores, and it just started blossoming from there and going farther.
2: Because you're because you're in different locations, so obviously the more you're buying it, the harder it is for you. Like you said, you or family members to be able mm-hmm. to help manage these. And I mean, I've I've never uh, been a franchise owner of anything, so I, I naturally <laughs> have lots of questions, but. Um, When you get up to the the ten different locations, then is it a matter of you know trying to decide which ones? Is it always an existing one that you kind of purchase from someone, or building new, or is it kind of a mix of the two?
0: That's that's a great question. Um, this is sort of a legacy story of how it used to be. Keep in mind, Dairy Queen was the original franchise or out there years ago mm-hmm. uh, before McDonald's, Wendy's, or Wendy's or anyone. And they were, you know, probably learned from their heirs back then, um, you know, as far as the way they drew up contracts, what they would allow you to do. It was almost like the wild, wild west of franchising back then. Nothing like today or even the new Dairy Queen uh, contracts. So out of the stores that I have today, out of the 10 stores, I have uh, four of those that were actually Dairy Queen's. Uh, excuse me, five of those. And the other five I developed, they were buildings along the way that I bought um, that were not restaurants or Dairy Queens that I turned into Dairy Queens. So I have half of them mm-hmm. that were originally Dairy Queens. And then I um, remodeled them to make them you know, better and to meet the, the changing needs. And then five that were actually buildings within the areas that I was allowed to operate in under those contracts. So five and five.
1: Nice. And, and you said you, you kind of built those up and remodeled those to keep up with the current trends. And I think that's kind of what we're going kind to of lead into here today with uh, some digital signage. So before you had any digital signage, kind of what were you doing with those locations? Did you have um, static billboards or did you have um, different letter changing signs that you were using to kind of advertise at those locations?
0: Well, um, we had, through the sign company, the uh, Dairy Queen, they give us the, um, you know, just the changeable letters and the numbers on the reader boards um, mm-hmm. that come with the program. And, you know, one of the things they would say was that the customer only has so long to look at that and, you know, and you don't want to put too much on it. And, you know, so, so we're very limited as to what we can do. And it's just so frustrating trying in today's environment. It always has been, even when when you know things were better um, employee wise. Um, just frustrating is that people can't spell when you write it down, and, uh, <laughs> and, and and you know, and it's like you know, is it fry, uh, French fry with a Y? You know, I, I don't know, you know. And then uh, you know, it, it just goes and goes. It was like yeah. all kinds of things. You know, I, one of my favorite was when one of the girls put up. Uh, it was hot dogs, and she put up. Hot gods. Well, a local <laughs> church did find that humorous, and she didn't know she did anything wrong. She just transposed <laughs> the letters. So, and and then. There would always be white lines between them, you know, where they wouldn't get them, you know, up against each other, and that would still, to this day, drives me crazy. <laughs> I don't want to see white lit up between the black, you know, uh, letters and that. And and it's just, it's it, anytime you have to change it, it's like uh, out goes a ladder, out becomes a safety issue, you know, people up on a ladder, yeah. and, and and it's just, it's just like really, I just, I'm not really into that anymore. It's like it's dinosaur. Yeah. I got him, <laughs> but I mean, it's really think about it. That is the preview to drag someone into your location is your reader board. Mm-hmm. That is the preview. Of course, we've got TV, We got, but that's for all that traffic going by your store. And that's all we have is letters right. up on a reader board. And, and, you... and that becomes frustrating. And it still is in the, in the majority of the stores, we still have it, but we are looking about converting all of them over to digital over the success of the two that we have put in with you all.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned the the safety issue, getting the ladder out, and then it takes extra time to change it. Um, being kind yeah. of up in the Midwest, northern part of the country here, when it's really, really cold out, we, we've heard <laughs> that people even kind of avoid changing it just because it's so cold and yeah. icy, and they're worried about getting out there and changing those letters.
0: Well, that, you need kite strings sometimes to haul, you know, because you think <laughs> you're going to fly up in like a kite because the wind will come whipping through and a lot of that real windy days. And I mean, there's nothing good about it. I mean, I would compare, I'm going to give you a quick analogy. And and again, I'm still there because we're just now getting into this and I'm thrilled with what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you the analogy, a a very, as I said, an eighth grade analogy. (laughs) Um, I would view the difference in digital reader and, you know, just the regular, um, you know, letters and uh, that we're changing and stuff is back in the day in the refrigerators. You know, it used to be that the Iceman had to come around and bring a chunk of ice to put in your refrigerator because there was no electric, yep. uh, okay. no, no refrigerators. And then when they come out with where, you know, hey, you can plug this in and keep it cold, everyone laughed. You yeah. know, well, that'll never, you know, the Iceman will still come. That, where are we at today? Nobody, an Iceman's long gone. Right. This is the difference of where we're at. We just have to embrace it and look at it. There's nothing... This affects our um, our customer and what they can see. It's no different than watching TV or listening to radio. Certainly, you can listen to a ball game on a radio, but you're not going to get the effects that if you're watching it on TV live. Mm-hmm. That's the difference.
2: <laughs> and you're talking about you know just even making sure to spell things right takes me back to so in college. Tim, I worked at a, a Blockbuster. And sometimes I have to explain that when I present at colleges now, when I go into recruiting Yeah, classes, what's a Blockbuster? What's a Blockbuster? I say it's like Netflix, <laughs> but in person is what I used to say. But, so I worked at a Blockbuster in Aberdeen, South Dakota over 15 years ago. But it was, um, it was that thing, too, where you said to make sure you're spelling things right. I remember because we had the same thing. We had like a long arm with a suction cup thing at the end, and we had a box of letters, right? So we would spell it out, double check every time to make sure it was spelled right. But then we even had issues and when we took the box of letters out it was oh shoot we only have four a's. You know, we don't have any more a's to spell out whatever the new title was or whatever it was, so we had to try and think of different ways to say it based on the letters that were available.
0: Absolutely, or, <laughs> yeah. or use an existing letter and try to turn it into a letter yes, yes. by putting a piece of black tape across it. Let's, yes. You know yep. Let's turn that V upside down. Put a line through it. Yeah. Make an A out of it. Yep. We, we definitely did that with some like yeah.
2: electrical tape. We just put outside, side, But it, that's a meal I thought I mean, of there,
0: too. There, there, there's nothing, and and I'll tell you. You mentioned the suction cup. When we some of the stores we installed, I'd say, well, "How high do you want the sign?" And I'd say, "I used to say real high, where everybody could see it." And it's yeah. like, uh, keep it down lower because all I can think about is the pain changing those letters. Yeah, um, you know, and so I wouldn't want it to be extremely high. But you talked about the suction cup, and I remember one of the guys working force one day. He came out and he said, "I can't get this suction cup to work." <laughs> and it, and and you know, with a letter cup. And he goes, "How do you do it?" And I remember I was really, really in a in, in a hurry that day, and a, oh, out of patience and out of sorts, and I'm dealing with this, and I don't like the letter thing. Ever. So I took my tongue out and I licked all over the suction cup and I said, Here, now stick it on the letter. He said, See, it sticks. And he goes, Is that what I'm to do to lick it after each one? And I said, No, go get a bucket of water and put the thing, but it's just, then he'd get it up there and he'd say, It doesn't want to come off. You know, well, there you go. It it is really a chore. And anybody that's uh, used these letters, they they know exactly what I'm talking about. It is not a cakewalk and it's not easy. Yeah, it was
2: always paper rock scissors. There's two of us working as like when you said Justin too, when it was cold outside. Yeah. You'd go out there for a while and then you'd come back in and maybe you got half the message up and then go back out. And then you had to put the same message up on the other side, right? So it was, Jeez. and you, you're definitely right. We had a whole bunch of troubleshooting techniques because sometimes you just couldn't get it to stick to the suction cup and get the letter. So,
0: and sometimes because of the difficulties and what's going on or they couldn't read the note or what, you know, you'd end up with almost your entire staff of your store out there at the reader board trying to change a sign. Oh, yeah. And then I'd drive by and it still would be wrong. And I'd say, oh my goodness, you we'll, know, this we'll is fix it. terrible. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, man. So I think we've been talking about this already. I was going to ask, why did you decide to get your first digital board? But I mean, we kind of hit a lot of the different points there. But maybe you can talk about the process of getting the the first digital sign that you, you purchased for a Dairy Queen.
0: Well... Um I, I, I didn't know, you know, I thought, okay, it's time. And it was like, oh, the cost, you know, they'd say, well, it costs this much. It costs that much. And I'm thinking, so the first thing that startled me, you know, was, was the cost because it's considerably more than actually just buying a reader board with letters and, a, and an arm to change it. And, you know, um, but you're, you're also going from actually driving a um, a Fiat to actually driving a Mercedes Benz. So you're going to have to pay for the experience. and. <laughs> So, you know, I hesitated and hesitated and it's like, I have my 10 stores broke up into two parts. I have the east part and the west part. So they said, try one store. And I said, let's try two stores. Let's try the market that's 70 miles down the road and take one store down on that end and put up a reader board. Let's take one in the market on this end and put in a reader board. So we can see if there's a difference in the markets, The you know because there's there's a difference in 70 miles of road, even, you know, some on the other end, they want coleslaw on their hot dog. You come up here and say, you want coleslaw on your hot dog, they look at you like a deer in headlights, like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? I mean, is there coleslaw? Do you want applesauce on it too? So there is a difference. In the, so I wanted a pulse from both markets. Um, at the same time uh, to see, you know, if there was a difference in the consumer, the thought process, just anything in general. And that's why, you know, we did it in in the two stores, um, you know, one on one in and one on the other. And um, I reached out um, uh, to Dairy Queen at the time to find out about their program. And then, you know, they hooked us up with a couple different um, uh, vendors, um, you know, um, at that point with you all that, you you know, in turn, you know, here's companies that work on our behalf and that. And to be honest with you, um, what really held me held me back was that's um, a competitor of yours. We looked at them. I uh, won't mention names. And um, everything was done telltale. Tell me this. Tell me that. Tell me the other. But with you all, I asked the same thing. And you happen to have a salesperson that was down in the southern part of the state who come up with a wagon with the sign on the back of it so I could see the the different styles of signs. And, you know, it was like, I was scared that it was going to look horrible. How could I actually see that sign in that location, you know, um, before I bought it? Well, you made that happen. The competitor Mm -hmm. fell short and didn't do that. You all did. And that's what sealed the deal uh, with you all was actually, um, the whole process was streamlined. You were more than happy to bring out your trailer with your sign, flip it from this millimeter to that millimeter so I could see the difference based on that live in the location. And that's what that's what sealed the deal because, again, it was the live experience.
2: And that's definitely something we hear, I know, across all our markets at Daktronics is mm-hmm. sometimes, especially when you're going, I would say, either just getting into LED display technology or you're switching pixel pitches seeing it in person helps so much more than just seeing like a picture of it either you know like on a web page or something else like that which are nice to see for examples but when you see it in person like you were saying and you can see the differences between pixel pitches that has to help so tim i kind of want to go back then so you did one of these at uh two different locations you had said so then what kind of was the story after? Did you see a significant uptake in either sales or just people not having to lick suction cups to, to put letters up there? Kind of what was the the difference that you noticed after doing that?
0: Uh, a, a, a couple different things. Of course, as a businessman, the number one thing I'm worried about is is my sales because, you know, I'm keeping my numbers in line to put uh-huh. money in the Um, That's my number. And I did see that. I'm looking at all my stores. I'm looking at the spikes, you know, knowing each store is different in different markets. But we have uh, we've come off of uh, two banner years Um, last year. um, And and again, uh, back in 2020 was a banner year for our organization. Um, You know, um, we've done a lot of things to make that happen internally. Um, And um, this year has ended up even surpassing last year which we didn't think it happened the two stores i put the reader board in um though we didn't have all that you know in place right in the in the beginning once the reader boards went in i i'm giving this um and again uh you have to look at it from the store where the trends were for that particular store where other stores were was there a competitor to come in that a road club you, know, I, you have to take a lot of real time and understand your stores which mm-hmm. i think i do and I'm saying that both of them right now, in addition to the increases that I had experienced, I'm giving it right between um, a 10 and a 12% increase above and beyond my sales increase um, once those signs went in.
2: That's great. That's awesome to hear. It's one of those, you know, we always say it's there to help drive sales and make improvements and stuff. And it's always awesome to actually hear that that's the that's case of right. what's going on. So, well, well
0: here, here, here's another thing that I think helped us. Not only did we do away with that, it makes the employees were really proud. I mean, not only did we have remodeled our stores, put out the red spoons, put in the modernization package, put timers in, state-of-the-art cash registers, everything to change that old walk-up uh, Dairy Queen mentality and, you know, standing for 20 minutes or in a drive through, We've changed that. And this really was the icing on the cake because all this was the experience, mm-hmm. but the reader board is what brought them on to the property to give them that good experience. And because most of these dairy queens that were out there, they weren't noted for food. Some had just ice cream and were seasonal. Some were, you know, hot mm-hmm. dogs. Some had a fryer. Some did not. We were. There's people to this day that still walk in and say, oh, I didn't know you had hamburgers. Oh, really? You know, they don't know we have food. And so therefore, those pictures of chicken strip baskets, Mm -hmm. the Hidden Valley, uh, you know, all these things, the hamburgers. I'm telling you, it is making people come in and shop off of what um, they are seeing on the digital reader board, which you cannot do that on letters. Nobody understands a picture's worth a thousand words. The letters are limited on what you can do, especially if it's something new. They don't know what that means in letters like mm-hmm. try our, you know, we know what it means, but the customer's clueless. So you're wasting your time.
2: <laughs> I was going to call that out. Cause earlier when we were talking about the suction cups and everything you had said, and all there is, is just letters, you know, what yeah. you're supposed to do So obviously getting a, a digital reader board is able to put pictures up there, like you said, and, and show people different things that are going on. And so, so those two ones that you did, and I'm sorry if you mentioned I missed it, how long ago did you put those first two in? Was that a couple years ago, five years ago? When did you?
0: No, it that? was the beginning of this year that we put those in okay. uh, uh, both of those stores. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, First quarter that, w- that we got them both in. Um, I uh, believe that I have to go back and look at my notes for that. And what really started even the first one was we have a, uh, a room next to the Dairy Queen, which is an event room mm-hmm. where we have birthday parties and we have anniversaries. We've even had funeral bereavement, um, you know, events there and gathering. And um, it's a very nice facility, but we only allow Dairy Queen food to be served in there. So mm-hmm. whoever would have the birthday and again, there's a lot of operators out there that don't have a designated room, but they have big enough dining rooms they carve out a place. You can put up the picture of that person, and it can flash between the chicken strip basket and the hot dog, and so can, you know, uh, Asher. Happy third birthday to Asher in his face. Hmm. And let me tell you what, you do something like that to add to the ver- I mean, you got people coming out of the woodwork because not only are you advertising your Dairy Queen franchise and brand you're taking it down to the the human uh, level uh, you're taking it right down to the emotional level with these folks and they get to see a picture of their kid up there or a happy 90th birthday grandpa you know and, and they put it up there and it'll flash and everybody drives by it for you know that week before the event they'll see grandpa's name up there mm-hmm. and people say he's got all kind of calls you know we could you know and <laughs> it really is an emotional thing too. Not not only is it is it driving sales but it can be An emotional selling point. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, you're you're making a personal connection with those people, and you're not taking the extra time to lick suction cups and get that message (laughs) change. It's going to keep coming back up, isn't it? It's going to come back up (laughs) nonstop. But yeah, you're you're not taking the time to make sure you get letters up there, but you also have pictures and images to go with it to help connect with with those people.
0: Yes, it it, like I said, it's the difference. Would you want to watch? Would you want to watch the Super Bowl on a nice big widescreen TV? or would you rather listen to it on a radio? <laughs> I'll leave that up to you.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> good, good analogy there. Um, also, you were talking about, you, you just put them in earlier at the beginning of this year, I believe you said, um, can you tell us about the, the installation process and how that all went for you?
0: Well, um, um, we, we went through a couple different companies that Vactronics um, um, had suggested that were actually agents for you all that did work. Mm-hmm. And of course, like anyone else, we wanted a shop price um but we wanted with a reputable um company but we're also believing that if you're going to have them to install it uh they're your installer um they're going to be very reputable um but we shopped it and we found one that was um considerably cheaper than another one Mm -hmm. and he, uh, he was also very um very good and um he he'd done this, and he would also done some other sign workforce over the years, and I didn't know that you know he was in this, and um, so he got the bid for both signs, and um, so it, it was streamless. So I mean, you guys actually lined it out. Here's what you do. Here's and and then he got with us, and then you know we nailed down the price, the type of signs, and 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 you know through that whole thing.
2: That's good. Yeah, because there's definitely a lot of things to consider, like. I mean, we we made the analogy to TVs. It's not just buying a TV and hanging it up on the wall. There's right. definitely some work that goes along with that to make sure it operates as intended. So I'm even kind of curious, um, you know, mentioning we've already talked several times about how easy it is to update uh, the signs, put pictures up there, different pieces of content. And we—it varies from customer to customer. So I'm just kind of curious, Tim. How do you—how do you all control it then? Do you have—are you controlling it yourself for both locations? Do they do it on site? And then how is that? Who makes actual content on the displays? Well,
0: well, here's the beauty of it. I do have one general manager that's over like. Um, um, facility and, um, you know, and and maintenance and have another general manager that's actually over the sales goals and things like that. So that's sort of how we're structured. But this Mm -hmm. one has a dotted line to read reports because it's a learning curve. He Mm -hmm. has everything on his his uh, phone. He's actually can be at the beach. He can be up in Pittsburgh. He can be anywhere he wants. And when the other general manager reaches out and says, we're going to switch this or switch that. He does it from his phone. He doesn't have to go to the store. It's all done through the cellular plan, and it's it's streamless. And, I mean, if he even wants to take a picture and impose some type of fawn on it, like instead of just a hot dog, you know, this is the best hot dog, or put a price point right onto that picture, he can do it. And he does it from his phone and never has to go to the store, and he's never had a problem. And he just says, man. He said, "This is unbelievable." So, yeah, it's stream. I mean, it's 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 as easy as if you can use a cell phone. Uh, that's all you need to do is to get into your app or do your thing and 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 change it from thousand miles away. You can do it instantly. You don't need to be at the store.
2: That's what I was curious about too, because you have a lot of like you're saying. There's probably sales related things to drive certain products, certain promotions going on. But then you also have this mix of you already talked about a personalization of being able to say happy birthday, Tim, uh, coming in today and stuff too. So being able to have that flexibility, right, just further proves the point of why these are, are more valuable.
0: Yes. And, and with that, we've even tested a few things. No no, no uh, real educated test that I could give you a hard dad on. I'd say throw something up there, you know, uh, le- and buy some extra before you do it. Let's just see if, you know, by doing nothing on the, on the, the, the drive-to-the-menu board or the inside, No TV, no outside advertising. Let's see if this reader board makes these people buy that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable because they could see what you have in the picture, and that was the only way that we were advertising it, outside of it being a line item on both the inside and outside menu, and the spike was just just unbelievable.
1: Awesome. Nice. That's, that's awesome to hear. Um, and we've talked about uh, the, the installation a little bit and the control. Um, have you worked with our, our local service team at all? Have you had any service needs that you've, you've worked with us for?
0: Yes. Um, I'm glad you asked that question. I wish I could tell you everything was 100% perfect. It was not. <laughs> One location, that um, we had a broken part that came in um, um, one of the um, um, the digital inserts, I'm going to call it from a layman's turn, uh, was broken, and um, therefore, the installer had to go through you all um, and actually have another one sent out, and it was all done in a very timely fashion. No, nothing fell back on me. He, The installer said, hey, listen, I have a broken part, and I said, well, what's the next thing? Are we going to get indigestion here or be it this for a year? He said, no, he said, I've already talked to Dactronics, the people in charge. He said, they are shipping me out another one. And he said it will be taken care of. And within like five days, um, he, he had already removed the old one, was waiting on the new one. He put it back up and everything's fine. And as of this date, we're going on, not quite, but close to a year. We've not had any problems with these signs at all. None. Yeah.
2: Awesome. And I know you said you you didn't want to have to say it, but it's always those right. unexpected things always happen, especially in, in regards to technology. So just making sure that you have someone around that can help for when things go wrong is very important. I got to imagine, especially in your line of business, right, where you're open and people are coming in on a very regular basis. If you think of the number of customers you're serving every day, I mean, that sign has to be up and running to show specials. Otherwise, you're missing out on a big chunk of uh, of sales.
0: Oh, Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Like I said, it is like a magnet, and and our customers are like steel, and we just suck them in with that reader board because so many times people look at our outside of our – I mean, if you think of McDonald's, what do you really think of? You think of a hamburger, a cheeseburger, and a french fry. Mm -hmm. You know, it sometimes becomes hard to figure out all this other stuff that they're into. Um, You know, and, and, you know, you have a core, and once you get out of your core, people's not really sure – you know what they have. Uh, mm-hmm. the, I didn't know they had this. I didn't know that. So the best thing to do is to show them that as they're driving by and get them to tap on their brakes, put their blinker on, and come in and join you. Spend some money.
1: Absolutely. That that's the goal, right? <laughs> to, to bring more yes, business in, added, right?
0: Why did this just <laughs> not, to, not not to do it? I mean, you know, like we talked about, there's a, there's that emotional bond with Grandpa's picture up there. Oh, yeah. There, you know, you could have a local event, or you want to say, you know support the fire department, the police department weaker, you know, something that embeds mm-hmm. you in the community. You certainly cannot, you can try what you want with the, the letters and the, and the suction cups, but have a nice day. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> there, there's nothing to it. it it's not going to move people like an actual picture of the fire department and their fire truck with all their local firemen up on that, on that reader board. Yep. And now you it. it
2: Definitely community is another aspect and you hit on that for sure. Cause yes. it's, I mean, I've seen it even around, I mean, like Brookings and stuff too, right? If someone's going to state hockey or high school or whatever mm-hmm. is going on, all the different displays around town all saying, good luck, Bobcats, or, or whoever's going to it. So it's a whole bunch of different community involvement you can show from your business that connects on that personal level, absolutely.
0: Yes. It, it, it's just, it, it, like I said, I, I just, um, I, it, it's just amazing. It really is. It's through, so I think a lot of times we focused on just the, Items and growing our sales, but we also need to continue to grow with the, um, the, the you know, the local folks mm-hmm. and have that bonding local and what a better way to do it than actually to put their picture up a picture of the fire station, put people's names up there, celebrate lifetime events you know, don't use it for just a a catch-all for everything. Be very selective with it, but uh, it really, and then the feedback is, you know, people come in and say, I saw this or that, man, that's really nice. That's first class.
1: Yeah. And obviously with digital, you have the flexibility to do all those things and you can kind of learn and grow as you've, as you've had it even over the year and, and start out with certain things and kind of test other things and and grow and expand from there. And, And next thing you know, you're, like you said, supporting the community and, and showing some involvement and connecting with, with the people around. Um, so we've talked about a lot of those different aspects today. What advice would you give somebody who's looking to, to go digital but just hasn't pulled the trigger yet?
0: First thing I would do is I would uh, get a hold of Dactronics. Um, and I don't mean to be partial, but uh, again, and I, we didn't have any conversation about this before this podcast, so I, not, I'm not a ringer. I didn't get no nothing for coming on here. I mean, this is just free gratis because I'm trying to help other folks that are thinking about this. So, um, but I would strongly suggest that they get a hold of Dactronics because they do have the best pro- product out there. Um, but ask to have the um, the sign. Uh, the salesperson that's local to bring that sign and to put on that millimeter of what you want to that location and to park it as close as they can get it to where you want to put it and where you can live time walk on one side of the street walk down the other side of the street find out what millimeter you need based on sight and distance and all that and actually have them to come give you a live preview that is going to be the game changer Everything else, it, we're back to you're thinking it's going to look like this. You really don't know. And mm-hmm. that's that's what I would tell anybody that's thinking about it. Get it out there. Having to come to a live uh, on-site demo with with the different sizes or types or millimeters that you want. And I think once you do, you'll probably want to stand in front of the guy and not let him leave with the trailer and say, <laughs> leave your trailer here till my sign comes in.
2: <laughs> Did you say, yeah, I'm still not sure yet. I'm going to need this for a little while longer and I need to look at it some more <laughs> just to
1: keep yeah, moving. Right.
0: Yeah, how about just leaving out here because, you know, I've got a brother that's out of state. And he needs to look at it and grandma needs to come <laughs> and look at it, and, you know. And, uh, and so, yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's a game changer. I mean, we spent all this money. Because uh, operators let them, too, to remodel, put up the big spoon outside, change the look of our store, put up chimneys, update our signs, update everything. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But what's inside of those walls? At reader board will give you the best preview of all what is new, even what is uh, legacy brands, how they look, what's going on. And, um, you know, so don't be you know, a uh, penny foolish here and uh, try to save a penny. And, and you may be surprised because I know uh, a lot of times with different, um, you know, uh, p- people look at things. But when you look at even the cost of a regular reader board and the signs and all that, it, it's not going to be something in, in um, uh, you know, to shock you. And there's, uh, uh, you know, money's cheap right now at banks um, um, and, and lending institutions. It's at a record low um i'm just saying you're going to get a bang for your buck you may not get a bang for your buck putting ceramic tile in your bathroom to make your bathroom look nice it's the right thing to do but you are definitely going to get a bang for your buck putting a digital reader board up if you use it correctly as some of the things that we talked about
2: i love all the analogies that that tim is doing here in this episode today this is great it's um um it kind of takes me back at when you were mentioning all the different demos that were going on and or keeping it there so everyone could see a grandma come see it, whoever it yeah. was. Just reminded me of a time and I said Justin will shake his head because I started at Dectronics as a sales intern and did demos around the country and a lot of people found out of, Oh, you you have that in, in what city today? And then other markets would bring people in and it was one of these, oh, you've got you've got a demo display in town? Well, can I set up demo for my customers? And it just became this like a uh, bug lamp almost, or bug light? Bug light, sure. Yeah, bug light, <laughs> where everyone just kept flocking in to be like, all right, can we just set up in a parking lot and then maybe just rotate through all the different people in the city that want to see this thing? And that kind of what took me back to that. But
0: it, it really, like I said, it it, it it is definitely, you know, we, we look at, at as all franchise. Um, franchisees. It doesn't matter whether it's a Dairy Queen, uh, you know, competitor, it doesn't matter where you're at. We're all trying to do the same thing. Stay relevant in today's environment. And, you know, TV is is a um you know a snapshot you know and it may be you're not driving by a Dairy Queen uh for three days, but you saw mm-hmm. something and it may and it may not. But this is real time uh to let you see. And 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 like I said, it it is really a way to get um, new customers in there and to even bring old customers in more often because they're seeing different things on your menu they're seeing pictures and again it's back to the basics pictures worth a thousand words so in this case pictures are worth a a thousand suction cups and letters right (laughs) (laughs) there you go see there's another
2: good quote. i don't (laughs) like licking
0: suction cups i don't want to do that anymore
2: we're going to put that in an advertisement tim i love that line um and before Justin kind of wraps up the episode, though, I'm, I'm always curious, too, Tim, when you first were looking at get going digital, you mentioned you kind of reached out to Dairy Queen and got connected to Dectronics. or that way. Had, had you heard about Dectronics at all prior to this experience, or was this the first time you kind of been introduced to our company?
0: Well, it was really the first time because I would see a few other signs around, and I would look at the name of the manufacturer on them. You know and uh, certainly not yours um but i'd see some other signs out there and i don't know whether it's because they bought the cheapest millimeter that they could and it wasn't right for the location which i now understand that since i've been through the process and it was like you know so i was aware and then dairy queen basically said here's the manufacturers and here's the choices and um um you know and i just felt at that uh, time that because you guys um, done such a great job uh, from your salesman right on down selling everything mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and, and actually bringing out the sign live and doing your due diligence, um, you know, that that that's why we ended up with Actronics.
2: I think it's fair to say, safe to say? There you go. Sure. It's safe to say. I always mix up these lines. Justin has to correct me. It's safe to say then, uh, Tim, that you haven't been to, to our corporate headquarters in Brookings, South Dakota at all yet
0: no i haven't when's the appointment and when will i be up there
2: oh there we go okay
0: yeah.
2: i'm always curious when people come up here too what's their first impression when they come and realize that this is actually where our company is based out of south dakota so i was just kind of curious but
0: well and, and i will mention this trap like i said traveling for nestle and a lot of this i'll just lay it on the line i looked at some of these companies where they're located i, I mean my mind rushes from you know working in a lot of these areas and i thought this is like the West Virginia of out West. It's like, there's nobody there. And you know, I'm thinking, you know, these are probably good solid people that are career people with here and, and, you know, and, um, they're going to make a great product. Um, so far, um, you know, I can say nothing but good about, um, the people that we've dealt with all of them at that and, um, um, uh, from start to finish, even with the one, you know, installation of the sign where something, you know, everything has been a wonderful experience with n- no regrets whatsoever. And the money's in the bank. The, the, bank. <laughs> the <laughs> proof
1: is the there. Bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's great to hear, Tim. And I I'm just curious, what's the future hold? Do you have any other bigger projects planned for any of your other locations?
0: Well, the, uh, the other, um, we want to do the other eight stores, we're trying to, um, of course, being a franchisee, you know, we have uh, things now and then that they make you do this, make you do that, which I never considered it to make you, even though it's in the contract, you have to, but mm-hmm. we're well ahead. We've reinvested in all um, 10 stores and have them up to date currently. And we're even working on, you know, one right now, um, updating it that's not even required. Most of my stores are not required only two of my ten stores because these are old contracts mm-hmm. are required to do these remodelings unless you sell them. So if you keep them for forty years, your store could look the same for forty years. Well, only a fool would do that. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and, and I hate to say it, folks, but there's folks out there that uh, knock yourself out. I'm going to reinvest in my future and 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 so the next step is on the thing, we've got four stores that we have to put the new electronic register systems in that it's required here in the next couple of years, and we want to get a handle on putting in these um, digital reader boards in the other eight remaining stores. Um, We want to look down at our spend. And and again, um, I'd say within the next two years, I'll be surprised if we don't have digital reader boards in all the stores.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome to hear. Like you said, you're you're making the updates, even if it's not required. You're investing in your future. That's such a great line to hear. And we uh, didn't queue him up to say that. Either, no, right? we no. didn't tell
2: you that you are going to do the, the next eight. A- 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 yeah, that's, to either that's, that's why I'm... No, but
0: no, I, no, no, you did not. No, you did not. This is not a paid sales presentation or an info commercial or whatever you want to call it. but uh, I mean, I'm just stating the facts. I, I'm going back looking at the bank account and I'm looking at my sales. And as they'd say from the old days, what was it? The banker on the hillbillies, Melbourne Drysdale, uh, you know, you'd have to sit back and look at the, at the, at the bank. And is it a return on your investment? Absolutely. It's a great return on your investment. Not only uh, the the extra in sales and the profits you derive from that, but also you know, the local experience, just picking up your game. And, you know, a lot of Dairy Queens, I think um, we have some of the oldest buildings um, out there of any uh, quick serve restaurant. And it really puts a nice space on some of these older buildings.
1: Right. And then Tim, I, w- I just want to thank you for coming on here today to share all this information with us. You had a, a fascinating backstory and <laughs> to hear what you're doing with your eight locations and, and your take on digital. It was, it was great to talk to you today.
0: Well, I thank you both for your time and giving me the opportunity. And certainly I will close by saying this. I, I only took the time to do this to help other folks out there um, to make a decision. And like I said, I would challenge them if they don't think it's it's right or maybe there was, um, you know, they're, they're still questioning it. Get a hold of Dactronics, Have their sales folks to come out and bring a sign and, and do the test. And uh, I'll venture to say, more than not, we'll jump on it and look about it. And financing is dirt cheap right now for things like this. And the time to do it with competition and COVID and moving people through your stores and showing them and getting them on, time to do it now, folks.
2: Awesome. And I, I echo Justin, too. Thanks, Tim, for coming on. It was a great conversation. And you'll have to definitely let us know. Uh, if you make your way up here to Brookings and come and visit us. so.
0: All right, I will do that. And thank you for your time and thank you for inviting me and giving me this opportunity. And I wish everybody well, everybody that hears this podcast, I hope you make the right decision. Um, um, like I said, do the live test with the salesman, make your own decision, but um, our, our results are in from our two stores in two different markets. I couldn't be happier.
1: Awesome, thank you very much. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.